Hello and welcome to He Talks, a podcast where I talk about whatever you want to hear. I am your host, Asha Tookie, and this is He Talks. Today's episode was suggested by my friend Ryan, and you can suggest episode topics on my Instagram at ry.isgay. Without further ado, here is He Talks about my journey. In this podcast episode, all names will be changed. I'm so excited that the first episode people wanted to hear was about my journey. Where do I begin? I first realized I was queer in 2014. I had a best friend, Sarah, who I just loved with all my heart. But, you know, one day... I started to overthink and I thought, what if I was romantically interested in Sarah? It freaked me out a little bit. I didn't really know many queer people. The ones I did were the popular girls at my school at the time, and they weren't really good people, (laughs) is the best way to put it. But I just knew somewhere inside of me that I was really into Sarah. So that's where my story begins. Whilst knowing Sarah, she, as far as I was aware, was straight, but she did identify as gender fluid at the time. When I found out about what gender fluid was, it resonated with me. The idea of gender being fluid and changing from moment to moment, from day to day, the fact that I could naturally express that I was a boy sometimes, felt incredible. I felt seen. Sarah introduced me to a whole lot in this world. When I realized I liked her, I told her. And it felt scary. I was always confident, and I always told people I liked them if I really did. And this was no different, but it scared the hell out of me. Not long after, Sarah realized she had feelings for me too. And in December of 2014, we started dating. We became a relationship. And I think that was probably one of the most incredible couple of weeks in my life. We did not stay together for very long, but nonetheless, it was so freeing to be able to like someone that wasn't what I was supposed to like, and to be someone that I wasn't supposed to be. I continued to date queer people and people of various gender identities, I made so many new friends, and I have some really great best friends to this day because of who I am. One of the biggest turning points for me was my relationship with Lucy. At the end of the day, we've come to the conclusion that Lucy was experimenting with her sexuality, and if you're listening to this, which I don't think you are, know that I don't hold any resentment towards you now, but at the time, I did. Lucy tended to skip over the fact that I identified as gender fluid at the time, which I was too scared to say anything about. I was so happy to be in this relationship with Lucy that I didn't want to ruin it. So correcting her on things like my pronouns was something that I just, I couldn't do. I enjoyed our relationship, but with the passing of my cousin, Lucy didn't quite understand the lows I was feeling in my life. It didn't work out for obvious reasons after that, but Lucy was 
the pushing force in me coming out to my family the first time. The way I came out was I created a little booklet explaining gender identities and sexuality for my parents. I basically made a small dictionary for them, and in it I said, these are the things that I identify with. My parents had a few questions, and it was terrifying for me. I did not enjoy that experience. But because I said I was, at the time, pansexual and gender fluid, these were things that my family could just brush over. Because I was gender fluid, there was a chance that I was still a girl, and so they still used the same name and pronouns. Sexuality was always something that was on the cards, I think, in my family's life. I believe that my mum and my older brother were making bets. But I had always had relatively open relationship with my friends with them coming over all the time. I had both boys and girls for sleepovers, and my parents had no problems with that. So coming out with my sexuality, the only thing I was scared of was not having anyone for sleepovers anymore, but that was not the case. In fact, I had more people for sleepovers. But my biggest issue was them not fully wrapping their heads around my gender identity. The next big turning point was when I dated someone who I still respect to this day, despite everything, Jane. Jane was someone I had met at school, and she was not interested in me at the beginning. And like every annoying guy ever, and I regret this, I fought tooth and nail to convince her that she liked me. Which, at the end of the day, was the reason why we broke up, because she really didn't actually like me. She thought she did, but persuasion only goes so far. Anyway, Jane was straight. I will make that very clear. Jane was a cishet girl, and she was not interested in gender-fluid people. And it was at that point that I finally arrived at my true self, realizing that I was not gender fluid, I was just in denial. I was a man. I was a trans man. And that was a big realization for me. I hate talking about it because the reason I realized I was a trans man is because I was trying to convince a straight girl that she could be interested in me. And it worked for a time. She won't be listening to this either, but you helped me. And when I had to re-come out to my parents as trans, and I left a note on the fridge because I couldn't say it. She homed me. She let me stay with her so I could avoid reality at home. My parents obviously brush this off as well because they are tolerant but not accepting in this period of time. They're boomers, I have to admit. And they're both pretty liberal. But this was something they couldn't ignore. They could say, yeah, okay, we accept you but they don't make the necessary changes. That didn't matter to me in the end, but it meant that making changes was difficult. Jane helped me go to a youth clinic that often accepted queer people in my city, and I started the first step of my process, hormone blockers. The problem with this was the prescription. I cheekily had asked my mum to give me 
five bucks so I could get the prescription, and the local pharmacy did not stock it. This led to some questions, because what pharmacy wouldn't stock a general medication, except it wasn't general? I had to own up, and it came to a really long and upsetting conversation between my parents and my older brother and I. They thought that I was damaging my body with hormone blockers. They thought that I was confused. This was temporary. I was going to change my mind, and they thought that I was doing irreversible damage. I would be ruining my life. I was not ruining my life. And the effects of hormone blockers were reversible, not that I ever wanted to go back. It took some time, but a friend of my brother's and a friend of mine explained to him why I was doing what I was. And finally he came around, but that didn't stop my parents. My dad sent angry emails to my doctor who prescribed me it. And my mum and my brother tried to go down there and talk to my doctor themselves. I was broken because they had tolerated my identity, but now that I was actually making the changes that I needed, they were against it. I still went on. I was 16. I was allowed to consent to this without my parents, and it was wonderful. Sure, some of the side effects were not ideal, but some of them were exactly what I wanted, and I felt amazing. Nothing changed with my family except for the fact that they got more tolerant. It was never full exception. Also, they knew I was dating Jane. Jane and I split, and things got difficult for me, but I continued my path of self-discovery, and I was surrounded by good friends. After that, I still continued the process. I came out to more people. I, I I picked a name and I stuck to it. I settled on he, him pronouns, although I didn't despise when people called me they, but she, her was definitely off the table. And I had grown the respect of my peers. In 2019, I turned 18 years old, and a good friend of mine on my birthday drove me to the local JP so I could get my name change authorized. And there it was. I legally changed my name to Asher Ryan Tookie, which was a weight off my chest at the very least. I was finally who I wanted to be. At the end of 2019, I moved to Auckland. And after a very long time, I finally got accepted to start the next process of my transition. In September 2020, right before my 19th birthday, I started testosterone. This was the biggest thing for me. I had a whole new set of friends. I had just started my studies. I was working, but everyone had already met me pre-testosterone. And this was my chance to start being me completely. As I'm recording this, I am just over one year on testosterone. And hopefully, fingers crossed, I start the next stage next year with top surgery.
But throughout all of this, I have never had a more supportive group of people in my life than I do currently. My parents, my family, finally accepts me. They try their best to use the right name and pronouns when we talk. They were really accepting of the last relationship I was in, who her and I were going to visit my parents together. Unfortunately, that never came, but my family understood me for the first time. My cousins, they accept me. My grandmother does not understand, but that is more her problem and not mine. I still love her, though. But I have never been more seen and loved in my life than I am right now. Which is why I think it is incredible that people wanted to hear my story as the first episode of this podcast. To everyone who has had questions with their identity, who has been disappointed by their family or their friends, to people who can't transition or people who don't want to, for people who just need to be accepted by someone, I accept you. And I love you. And I am here for you. And you will get through this. Thank you for listening to He Talks. This podcast would not be made without all of you. Stay tuned for the next episode. And don't forget to suggest ideas on my Instagram. Thank you.